This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield, and I'm Tana Pennington. It's been a while for me, but Howdy. you were here last week, right? You were here last week, Tana. You're Was I? Crazy. It, you, were, you weren't here for like two months before that. Okay, okay. Yeah, Tana's like not on an even keel right now. She just I'm got not, back early, I've early been so this busy. morning. She uh, she was finally able to get rid of her second oldest child. Uh, I haven't gotten rid of him. the weekend. Well, a little <laughs> he bit. He got married. We're so you know, excited for uh, him. So she just got back early this morning yeah. and she texted me and said, hey, do you need anything today? And I said, we got to make a video. It's Tuesday. We make them on Monday. I've been waiting patiently. So Right. I know. Busy week. We've got the yeah. U.S. House Speaker McCarthy and President uh. Biden meeting this afternoon <laughs> regarding the debt ceiling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's see how that, well that goes. I'll be like, right. I mean, that's that. That's I, I have. I have. I'd have to go sit on the floor. I'd have to remove my chair and sit on the floor right. to show how much faith I have over that going well. I know. Painful. Um, oh, what's a shame is what McCarthy's proposing is actually extremely practical, financially responsible, mm-hmm. a huge improvement to our fiscal crisis. Um, in the past, we've talked about the, the the deficits and the debts and things of that nature. The, the federal government in the first half of their fiscal year, they ran a deficit of $1.1 trillion dollars. And COVID's over. Mm, yeah. yeah, where are we spending all this money? That's only right. halfway through the year. It's utter insanity. And so McCarthy's going in saying, look, dude, here's some of the things that we can do to try to get this under control. But sure. if we never get the the money clown car of the US under control, we're yeah. gonna destroy the dollar. We're gonna destroy yeah. this country. We're we're buried in debt. It's utter mm-hmm. insanity. More recession. I, t- I took ownership of that that yeah. thought. Well, it yeah. drives me nuts. I, I'm, yeah. I'm very fascinated to see what happens in this meeting. I just have right. absolutely no faith. If Biden wants to get reelected, he better start start uh, figuring out how to not be so extreme about things. He's right. so busy worrying about your dishwasher's uh, energy output uh, while the, this country is crumbling at the edges. Yeah. And we've got CPI coming out tomorrow. Oh it's never ending i know it never ends it never ends i know we've we well, um well, how's cpi looking i saw a report um from the federal reserve of cleveland and they were estimating oh, yeah. that it was going to increase to about 5.2 percent which is a bummer because we were hoping that we were going to see that number go down um but yeah yeah, if we've learned anything though from Federal Reserve um, estimates, is they always seem wrong. Remember the the yeah. Feds they use that now the same now tracking for the GDP. And the day before the GDP announcement a week or two ago, uh, they said it was like what was it two and a half percent, and then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's one point one. Ooh, so yeah. who knows? So yeah, yeah I, Tana sent me over the website here. So the Federal Reserve of Cleveland, mm-hmm. they've got. Uh, April estimated year-over-year CPI inflation at at 5.2%. To put that in perspective, you can kind of see on this chart, far right, 
the previous month it came in at 5%. So they're talking about it ticking up. Mm-hmm. I think I think for me, where you got to be conscious of what that means, though, is remember, the money supply is contracting. Right. We created a lot of this problem. We, I, I mean, I beat yeah. the dead horse of money supply constantly, right? If you print a lot of money, right. besides <laughs> devaluing the dollar, you create inflation. Yes. So we did that. We now have the money supply <laughs> rolling over. Oh, here's the prettier chart. So U.S. money supply, the most obvious measure of it is what we call M2 money supply. And so if you're watching this on the screen on YouTube or Rumble, you see that the money supply started going up dramatically, right, in 2020 mm-hmm. for you know a year and a half. And right behind it is the red line. That's inflation. So mm-hmm. money supply goes up. It creates inflation. Right. This, is not a, this is not a riddle. This is, this is just math. And then the money supply is coming down now dramatically, the fastest ever recorded. Mm-hmm. Inflation is rolling over and trying to keep pace with it. So, uh, you know, if inflation ticks up this month, total bummer visually. But mm-hmm. I think big picture now that we're drying up a lot of that excess money in the money supply, hugely beneficial, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, to that degree, you know, a big component of how CPI is calculated, one third of it comes from rent equivalent yield. That is finally coming down. That is a lagging indicator in that CPI number. Mm-hmm. And so oh, throughout the year, CPI, we would think, should improve pretty dramatically. If you look at CPI over the last three or six months, uh, inflation is only averaging at about th- a little over 3% versus this 5.2 number they're talking about. But we'll find out tomorrow what the real number yeah. And I'll put on our party hats. We'll sit here and we'll watch TV like we always do. Yep. Those little poppers. (laughs) The confetti poppers. Illegal. Say, yay, there's the number. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Backing up, though, the big story of the week, Mm -hmm. though, we we did our show last week and we talked about, hey, look, the Fed's got to do their rate announcement. They're going to come out. The probabilities where they're doing a quarter point rate increase. Mm-hmm. If they do that quarter rate increase and keep their mouth shut, everything should be fine. If they do it and they come out and they start going uh, uh, talking and stuff, that's what creates the havoc in the market. Yeah. And so here it is from last week. Uh oh. Well, I don't know what the headline is. It's breaking. But, anyways, so the feds raised their rates last week a quarter point. Uh, I don't know what's fun. Here's a chart that looks pretty. It shows that the rate increases now have us at the highest rate since August of 2007. So, you know, we're pushing. It's been a long time since rates have been this high. Mm-hmm. More importantly, rates have come up dramatically. I mean, that's it's it's now May is now the one year anniversary of when the Fed started doing rate increases. They've come up 500 basis points mm-hmm. in just one year. You look at the previous rate increase cycle from 2015 to 2019. They yeah. went from zero to what two, two and a quarter percent, yep. two and a half mm-hmm. percent, whatever. Over three years, right? Very gradually, we went up yeah. twice as much mm-hmm. as that in less than a year, right? So we, we blew that out of the the park. So here's what I was talking about though last week. I, I did pull the chart on this. This is a two day chart. This shows last week, Wednesday, May third, Thursday, um, May the fourth. Be with you. <laughs> be with you and my whole office failed me i asked i was gonna say did you guys end up dressing up up. i said we're gonna dress up we're gonna do our part let's think about this uh Uh, the fed rate increase came out right here if anybody could see the chart and right about here that's hard to see let me uh let me draw an arrow right about there 
you notice something if you can see this chart on the screen if you're watching this on TV is for the next hour or two the market was pretty flat so the feds made the announcement like we said a quarter point that was you know 80 90% probability that was going to happen they do this market doesn't care market already knew that that's what everybody was guessing and then you see the fun, right? The fun is where all this weird volatility starts to pick up. That's when Powell started talking. And this is what we said is depending on what he says. Mm -hmm. And so when the rate increase came out, they then released the meeting notes. The meeting notes basically said that, you know, it looks like we probably tightened enough. I've maybe oversimplified that, but that's basically how it's interpreted. And then the loudmouth gets in front of the microphone and starts talking. And you, you see all of a sudden the market's going up and the market's going down, the market's going up, and the market's going down, the market's going up. Like, it's just like freaking chaos in the moment. And then he did it, you know, he, he did what he always does. And he basically said, eh, you know, yeah, I realized the statement said we're probably pretty tight, but pff, uh, we might have probably got it. This is this ain't good. Nothing's good, right? <laughs> And what happens in the market just crater babies at the end of the day. I think it was down 600 points that yeah. day. And then the next morning as everyone digests the information. Oh, I had my arrow get all the way over there. It crater babies even more, you know, and in, a, in over a, a, a two day period, you have almost a thousand point loss on the Dow. So I feel like that's what we said was going to happen. Right. So that's why today's show is called the Fed spoke and the market broke. Um <laughs> It, I don't understand it. I don't understand why the government has to to step on their own toes with talking. Right. You 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 should you're the Federal Reserve. You know, this isn't a political thing. This is a this is a monetary policy thing. You're supposed to just put out the thing, put out the notes. You're unelected mm -hmm. officials. You just do your thing and have a nice right. day. That's not what happened. So anyways, as Tana said, we fast forwarded this week. Lot going on, right? Mm -hmm. We've got CPI tomorrow. The Fed will be coming out with with notes and information about that. Um, uh, what you say? Oh yeah, the the debt limit thing yeah. is, is a looming issue. There's a lot right. of anxiety there. The world is falling apart again. All is bad. Um, I don't think everything's terrible. I think there's a lot of positive things going on. Ironically, it doesn't always feel like that right now, right? Because mm -hmm. there's just so much chaos. But you look at something, maybe we'll do a show next week on this. You look at something like credit swaps. Mm -hmm. um, basically, this is the risk premium that people pay for certain investments inside of the investment world. Those increase significantly during recessionary periods. And so everybody always talks about, well, oh, the recession's got to be declining GDP. It's got to be an increase in unemployment. It's got to, what it is, what a recession is, is it's all these multiple tea leaves all over the place that then very lazily, very generically get defined as two declining quarters of GDP. Well, it's funny because, you know, unemployment as of last Friday ticked down to 3.4%, a all-time low or something. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I was checking out credit swaps this morning and those things, you know, they've ticked up a little bit, but not at all, not not to what real recessionary pressure looks like. And so it's it's such a mess right now that we, we're probably in a rolling recession, different parts of the economy are getting pouty at different times. And so the chaos continues. But I think, you know, Tana nailed it, saying that the two big ticket items that we need to be conscious of is what does inflation data look like tomorrow? Obviously, mm -hmm. that's going to help steer the boat. And then getting past this debt ceiling thing. Whether the debt ceiling limit thing is a big deal or not doesn't matter. I think that people are emotionally burnt out and everybody's always looking for a reason to to 
sell, to be upset, to, to find chaos in the markets. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're creeping up on that over the next few weeks. So anyways, that was a little more of a depressing show, <laughs> but you have our beautiful voices and, and faces to look at. So, I mean, that's gotta be a positive. So anyways, um, it's going to get better. That's what I keep holding on to. I know it's going to get better. Like it might be sour for a little while, but it's going to get better. And I totally agree. Like if we're going into a recession or not, doesn't really matter. The the market's in a trading range right now. I don't, I don't think it's going to trade a lot lower. You you need a fundamental catalyst to really bring it lower at this point. It's just pouty. And, but then as you look out six months, 12 months, 18 months, 24 yeah, you months, look further out. The, the sky is bluer and bluer exactly. and bluer. Earnings will be better next year than yes. they are this year. I mean, heck, we didn't even get into that. 85% of S&P 500 companies have reported and 80% of them in the first quarter beat their estimates. Yeah. Well, well I was told everything was bad. <laughs> no. So anyways. Life is good. Give us a call. 805-500-7035. You can visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. Otherwise, everybody have a wonderful yeah. day, a wonderful week. Enjoy yeah. the CPI news day to tomorrow. Enjoy learning what happened in the presidential meeting tonight and all is well. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group, LLC. The Lynn Group, LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors, LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group, LLC the Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.